and welcome to the next episode of the podcast, Discipleship in Challenging Times. My name is Peter Morden and I'm from Cornerstone Baptist Church in Leeds. We continue with our studies in 2 Timothy and we're looking today at 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verses 14 to 19. Let's pray. Lord, we bow in your presence. We want to say in our hearts, Jesus is Lord. We submit to the good and gracious and wonderful rule of our Lord and Saviour. Teach us today from your word and enable us to respond in repentance and faith to all that you show us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Our reading from Psalm 119 today begins at verse 97. Oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. Your commands are always with me and make me wiser than my enemies. I have more insight than all my teachers, for I meditate on your statutes. I have more understanding than the elders, for I obey your precepts. I have kept my feet from every evil path, so that I might obey your word. I have not departed from your laws, for you yourself have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. I gain understanding from your precepts, therefore I hate every wrong path. And over to 2 Timothy and beginning at verse 14 of chapter 2. Keep reminding God's people of these things. Warn them before God against quarrelling about words. It is of no value and only ruins those who listen. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Their teaching will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus, who have departed from the truth. They say that the resurrection has already taken place, and they destroy the faith of some. Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription, The Lord knows those who are his. And everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. The title of this reflection is Live Differently. Let's note, first of all, how foundational grace is for us. We are saved by the grace of God, not our own efforts. We are saved by the faithfulness of God, not our works. 
We saw this yesterday. Even if we are faithless, he that is God remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. What a a glorious verse that is. May God drive it deeply into our hearts. But we easily misunderstand. Specifically, we think that if we're saved by grace, it doesn't matter how we live. Paul combats this misunderstanding in verse after verse of his letters. It's there very explicitly in Romans at the beginning of Romans 6. And it's here in 2 Timothy as well. It does matter how we live. We are to live differently. And it's not that we move on from grace to something else. We don't leave grace behind and suddenly move into law or works or effort. But the point is that real saving grace transforms. Listen again to verse 19. Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription, the Lord knows those who are his. That is saving grace. That is wonderful gospel grace. That is love that we don't deserve. We are sealed with the inscription, the Lord knows those who are his. He is faithful. But then listen again to the second half of the verse. Everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. That too is vital and that too is grace. Real saving grace, I'll say it again, real saving grace transforms. It's a theme of these podcasts and I make no apology for returning to it. How we live matters. Paul makes it very clear. Pause today and just reflect on the reading, some of the challenges that there are, the importance of correctly handling the word of truth, avoiding godless chatter, Let's reflect on how we live and hear the challenge, feel the sharp edge of the word of God to live differently, to really tap in not only to the grace that saves, but the grace that transforms. Not just the grace that forgives, but the grace that gives us power to live differently. We pray these thoughts into our lives. Lord, we want to live differently. As those who have experienced the extraordinary, amazing, outrageous grace of God in saving us, in forgiving us, in making us clean, we also want to know the power of transforming grace by the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Moving away from the old and embracing the new, good and glorious gospel way of life that you have for us. 
Lord, today show us specific ways where we can change, where you're calling us to just embrace the gospel way more passionately, more wholeheartedly than we have done. Help us to press on in the life of holiness. Help us to press on in the life of loving one another and allowing that love to spill out into the wider community. Help us to press on in witnessing for you, in sharing you with others. Help us to press on in embracing the way of Jesus in all its forms, living simply, living justly, living joyfully, living for others. Lord, all of these things and more we want to take on board, but we want it to be real. And so now we just take and hold one or two real practical challenges before us, things that we just recognise that you want us to change in our lives. Strengthen us by your transforming grace, we pray, that we might change that we might be different, that we might be true gospel and grace-filled people to the glory of your name. Amen.